Universities and museums are stores of human knowledge, but not just in a metaphorical sense. Millions of plants, animals, and minerals fill cabinets and collections across the world. But collecting specimens is easy compared to cataloging them. Harrison Tassoff went to learn how institutions are addressing a growing backlog of samples. Organizing a collection is not the most glamorous work, but it's absolutely crucial. As anyone who's collected or stored anything knows, if you don't have it labeled, it's absolutely useless. But managing collections is hard. Laura Briscoe does it for one section of the herbarium at the New York Botanical Gardens. There's so many different steps in the process of curating plant collections that it's sort of like being on the open ocean and there's always waves coming at you from all directions. At the Botanical Gardens, Briscoe and her colleagues have to identify, catalog, and prepare specimens for storage. If they're lucky, they get a sample that's already been identified. Otherwise, they have to reach out to curators and scientists around the world to find out what that sample might be. Sometimes there's a fast turnaround. We might figure out what the species is within a few months. We have other things in our, in our cold storage room that have been waiting for determinations for 50 years. That's Nicole Tarnowski. She's the herbarium's assistant director. Data entry can also be a bottleneck in this process. Although it's straightforward to do, the paperwork still takes a lot of time. And the collection is growing. Our curator of lichens brings in how many? Uh, probably, I don't know, 5,000 a year, easily just one person. The herbarium also receives thousands of specimens each year from other scientists and private collectors. And each one needs to be filed into the proper shelf, in the proper cabinet, in the proper rack, on the proper floor of the massive herbarium building. Amazingly, the gardens are actually keeping up with their work, even though they have the second largest plant collection in the world. So the flowering plant part of the herbarium has traditionally had a backlog for quite some time, but at the moment we are in sort of an equilibrium, being able to handle and process the same number of specimens coming in every year as we are adding into the herbarium. I came here from a different natural history organization, and they have um, a challenge of having so many different types of collections. Up at Harvard's Geology Museum, Teresa Smith attributed the organization of their collection to hard work. At this point of time, we're definitely draining the bathtub faster than we're getting things in. But I think that's not because we're not getting new acquisitions. It's because we're putting a lot of work and effort into making sure that important things in our collection are cataloged in our database. It's a routine, says Harvard geology curator Raquel Alonso Perez. Digitize inventory catalog. It's like when you get up, brush your teeth, and broom your hair, that's something for the museum that's exactly the same. That's part of our daily work. But there's a point to all this effort. Collections provide the foundation for an enormous amount of scientific work. One thing I still sometimes surprise me is that people don't realize that collections are for being used. Collections are not static. It's not a thing in a drawer. If we don't use them, there is no point of keeping them. I think it's important for people to remember that scientific discoveries often happen within natural history collections. 
That's Laura Briscoe at the New York Botanical Gardens again. It's exciting to think about scientists being in a remote, exotic location, finding a new species, and, you know, there's sort of a romantic idea of a scientist saying, oh, I discovered a new species. But so often it doesn't happen until things are back in the herbarium. And it's only when we have researchers who have access to quality um, collections like the herbarium at the New York Botanical Garden that scientific discoveries like that can be made. A lot of institutions have seen their backlogs rise as scientists continue to send in specimens they collect in the field. But Harvard Geology Museum's Teresa Smith says they have to keep collecting. We want to actively be capturing what's happening now for the future, but also making sure that the past that we already have doesn't get lost. Collection managers are moving their field into the 21st century with a big push to digitize archives and make information available online. This has two benefits. It's a secure way to preserve information, and it makes it easier for scientists around the world to browse collections and request specimens. Digitization is really important because a lot of people that we loan to are doing research at different universities around the world. This provides them an interface that they can search themselves. They can come to us with more specific questions about what we have. There is one thing that's certain going forward, though. The task of organizing collections is never done. For Science Line, I'm Harrison Tassoff.